From Double J, it's the Take 5 podcast. The people you love, play the songs they love, and tell you why. I don't think I've ever met anyone who doesn't have a soft spot for Soul Wax. The Belgian band have been making us dance for years and are known as much for their own music as their incredible remixes. LCD Sound System. Tame Impala. Jaguar Ma. Way back when I first started doing the Take 5, they were one of my very early guests. The year was 2007. They were touring Australia and I asked them to pick songs that took us on a European vacation. From the get-go, they were up for it. And I don't want to say too much, only that you're about to have a whole lot of fun. So I'm going to get out of the way and let Steph and Stephen take five and take you on a holiday. Hi, welcome, thank welcome you. to our show. <laughs> thank you, thank you for being here. I have told you that you've got free reign to guest program uh, the next hour or so. I guess I think we're going to be getting a bit funky, uh, a little bit electro, even a little bit strange over the next little while because. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to even go stranger. I wanted to go stranger even, but I, I thought maybe we should keep it a little bit in the middle. What? How strange did you want to go when we said we want As we want you to guest crazy, program? Crazy European prog rock you've never ever heard of. <laughs> Well, this free, is 25 minute long songs that would make the show seem like nine hours. <laughs> it's so, tempting. You know. Where are mm-hmm. we going to start first? Because this is something that I have had a little bit of a listen to and it's a little bit special. A German band? Is that where you're taking us first? Yeah, it's um, a German band called uh, Die Doras und die Marinas and uh, they had a track called Fred from Jupiter and it's uh, Steve's laughing. <laughs> and uh, the reason why I chose it is because, um, as you say, a lot of my friends here in Australia or in America um, discovered this track, I think, the last couple of years. Uh, but I remember as a kid when I was 11 or 12 years old when it came out. It was actually one of the ver- very first 7-inch um, uh, that was released on Mute uh, on the English uh, electronical label. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit of a children's rhyme. But the guy, Andrea Dora, who still makes music till today, um, had his uh, friends come over and they made this It's kind of a dark electro with kids singing nursery rhyme. And it's about Fred, who comes from Jupiter in a spaceship, (laughs) and he takes over. Um, (laughs) And the video is even more amazing. And for everybody, see, this is the beauty of the technology. Go to YouTube and watch the video. Okay, so it's it's Fred from Jupiter. And he's, he's from Jupiter, Fred. And <laughs> you can see the video on YouTube. I think you'll want to after you hear this song because it's pretty amazing. Steve, what do we have? Um, fair dingham. <laughs> Ty, Doria, St. Marinas. Yes, worries. Oh, you're being such smart asses. I just said to you off air, you have got to pronounce that name because it sounds so much better coming from you and now you've just obliterated it, haven't you? Die Doras und die Marinas. Correct. Fred from Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> This is Goose. 
Bring it on. Martin, one of the guys in the band, um, actually came with Solwax when we played the Big Day Out um, last time. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we helped them out. I actually got them their deal in the UK because it's a friend of mine who signed them. Um, You're and a good friend. Mm, I like their music. I think they're cool. They're, they're really good. Yeah. Um, uh, if their music would have been, yeah. It's just I was excited about it. And uh, I think they're really good life. You should try and they should come over to Australia and play. I think people would like it. Well, maybe you can bring them on the next trip over. Hey, I'd love to. Now, tell me about their ties to ACDC because they've actually also got on the side an ACDC well, covers band for fun, don't they? They do. What's the name of the band again? Steve? I forgot. Oh, um, um, the Fatter. That's what they're called. The, the Fatter. fatter. Yeah. The fatter, and and yeah. what they do is they... they only play ACDC covers and that's how I that, that's the first time I saw um, uh, Dave play guitar and that's actually when I decided that he should join Solwax because I thought it was amazing he learned all the Angus Young solos I yeah. think so pretty and we're really big ACDC fans um, we're quite obsessively actually because last time we were here in Perth we actually went to visit Bon Scott's grave I just think he's no, was, he was one yeah. of the best most amazing rock singers ever when did you start and listening to ACDC were you young or did you pick up on it a little bit later I was 10 I think Wow. Oh, me too, me it's too. the first final I ever bought, Highway to Hell. Yeah. <laughs> I remember too, and I, I still think they're one of the most amazing rock bands, um, those first records. And as I told you um, a little bit earlier, I'm really, really obsessed with them. Um, their older brothers who produced the records mm. um, and who later on did Flash in the Pan. I think well, probably one of the best electronical things that came out of um, uh, Australia. And um, wow, those people, it's its a great history. The whole family, Malcolm, Angus, and then their older brothers. Nice. Tell me about Flash in the Pan because when you said that, that's not something that I'm familiar with. But well, wow. Flash in the Pan, I think it was the first in the in the 80s. They made three or four albums. So it's... It's Angus and Malcolm's older brothers. Mm. I think it was recorded in Melbourne also. Yep. And they had a couple of tracks like Waiting um, for a Train and... Walking in the Rain was one of the songs yep. that they had. Walking, walking in the rain. And actually Grace Jones covered that song. Wow. It was one of her, her records. Walking, walking in the rain. What other song? They Hey St. Peter. They had a, a track called Hey St. Peter, which is really funny. Um, I just think Midnight Man. One yeah, of the, it's yeah. kind of timeless. It's timeless. No it's yeah. amazing. 
they made it. I I think they were trying to like produce something which and this is at the same time they did the first two ACDC records so they produced those records which still till today sound like some of the best sounding rock records ever I think absolutely and then they did Flash in the Pan which is a bit of a weird thing yeah, yeah it's pretty cool I liked it yeah absolutely Australia rules <laughs> we're gonna go to a band next though that listeners would have heard a Swedish band by the name of the Cardigans why did you choose this song we could have chosen uh, a lot of songs because I really like the Cardigans. I think the Cardigans were um, one of the the very first Swedish bands. I think that a lot of people in Europe actually took note of, and uh, I think also it showed a lot of people that there was a lot of good music in uh, up in Scandinavia. Um, but the Cardigans, yeah, I think there's uh, amazing songs and a really good band. And um, Steve's had a crush on Nina since <laughs> he was six um, <laughs> when she was in kindergarten. Did you Did you know Nina from a young age or? You, no, you, no. You just, you just knew that as we soon knew as you saw of her. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you ever had something with Nina? Well, no, Steve. but I've met, I've met her. You met her? And yeah. Is now she st- good looking? I'm, I'm going to put it out there because Steve. She's a bit of a dark horse. <laughs> <I'll tell you. laughs> Whoa! Steve okay, said that he was. Uh, Steve said that he was had a little bit of a story about Nina, but he wasn't well, sure whether he could share. It. So you know I'm going to put the pressure on. What's the story, yeah. Steve? Well, you know the Cardigans are from Sweden, right? Yep. Really? Wow. Stressing that. They have they have a special habit, and they they like chew tobacco. But it's called uh, snus. Okay. Snus. Snus. And, and it like looks tobacco. like a it looks like a tiny tea bag, and has has tobacco in it. And they stick it up their gum, <laughs> and and she's she's very addicted to it. Really. Apparently. And it, it tastes. It's like a bit like a so like tobacco and mint, and apparently it's really really bad for you, but uh she and she looks really tough when she has it. Does she it like make your teeth go black? Uh no, but it's really bad for your gums and and yeah it's really. Not healthy Man, thing to do. Really does make her sexier. Yeah, no, I think it does in a way. I don't, I don't endorse <sighs> any sort of chewing or smoking of tobacco at all. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> just putting it out there. Let's move on. So when we're gonna listen to the next track of the Cardigans, <laughs> we should just think of Nina. This song, she's in her room. Is there any? She's around? looking in the mirror. And she's uh, opening the little can. Funnily she's enough, she's rolling the little thing, putting actu- it in her mouth. It's actually called "And Then You Kissed Me." So just With imagine the tobacco that. in my mouth. Triple <laughs> J, soul waxer with this us. This is an amazing song, by the way. Amazing. Oh, it hit me like never before. That love is a powerful force. Yes, it struck me that love is a sport. So I pushed you a little bit more. Like blue, true love. 
I wanted to ask you about, uh, I guess, digging around for records. Steph, I know that you, when you go, go to many different places, you still dig around for records. Does it still have the same, you know, sparkle to it that it always did? Do you ever get sick of it? Do you ever get bored? No. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. It's, um, I do have to say that I am not going to be home or in the studio for like six weeks. And before I left, I um, started um, putting some records in place and in my house. And I was looking at all the records and I was like, it's sad. It's really sad. <laughs> How many do you Why think you it have? Sad? It's sad, Steve. I have wow, about 60 <laughs> around 60,000 it's sad where do you store them all um, partly in my house and then a part in the studio um, but both places now have no more space right so I need to expand or I need to sh- sell stuff which is really hard for me I can't yeah. even the trip hop stuff from the early 90s it's going to be <laughs> worth a lot of money in 20 years it'll come back everything everything don't you loops. worry that's true your moaxes are going to be worth a lot of money <laughs> in some years steph you're you're a bit of a collector in general though aren't you not only of records you like collecting other things as well wow how you do you did do some research this? Huh? <laughs> this is getting too personal <laughs> what else do you like collecting anything that inspires me anything that makes me um get excited and make music or do things or make sleeves or I don't know, film or films, clothes, puppets. Puppets. Um, actually, I think the thing that we, we've been buying a lot of the last couple of years and, and there's a lot of um, studio gear. We have this, um, we're pretty excited about our studio in Ghent and um, it looks a bit like a museum at the moment. Yeah. There's a lot of old gear, which we um, uh, have to maintain a lot, but it's good. So we're, st- are constantly looking for old mics and old mixing desks and synths and stuff. Do you find that the older stuff has obviously it has a different sound, but it does it ha- does sound. it produce some really <coughs> crazy stuff that just doesn't yeah. exist today? It's just yeah. more quirky and, and unpredictable. Unpredictable, and, and it also needs a lot of uh, patience to program it and to and a lot of loving, and, yeah, uh, kind of loving care. But it's, it's a different way of making music. I, t- I think it's the same thing. I think it's when you listen to say the next track you're gonna listen to, the Daft Punk or anything. It's a mixture of new technology and old technology. Some of the sounds that come out of these synths um, are the ones that you can buy now that, that most of s- new synths have now because they're all based on that one synth or that one sound that was made in the 50s and in the 40s and the 60s. Yeah. Um, but they have something about them. And then the way that somebody would program them is would take like a day or three or four. And so it actually has been a very long and enduring process to work with these synths but now i think we're getting really good at it and it's nice it sounds like soul wax are up for a challenge constantly <laughs> it's a good constantly. thing i think this is a good opportunity to go into our next tune daft punk go to paris um daft punk are also good friends of yours aren't they um yeah we uh we've been um in contact and uh pedro their manager bcp um uh is a good friend of ours and uh um, it's a little scene, I think, of people who um, are making a lot of electronical music. But for me, homework, um, Daft Punk's first record was probably the record that got me into dance music. Mm. And because we're, I think, from the core, we're rock fans and we're rock bands. But when I heard Rolling and Scratching, I was like, wow, dance music doesn't have to be just boring house music. It can mm. be. Whoa. had the same impact as listening to um, I don't know the first Dodges for me so uh, yeah they've been very influential and I think Digital Love that whole Discovery record um, I know you like to dance to it but 
<laughs> I told you not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's this stays between you and, and <laughs> Steve and me. And Nobody else will hear this. That you country. do crazy dances to digital love. What can I say? Those songs are just crying out for the spirit fingers and the interpretive dance, the dying swan, all of that. It's the all there. The dying swan. I'll show you. Oh. I'll, sh- I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you later. Anyway, go to Paris. Digital love. Go to Paris, and these people, by far and large, are probably been the biggest influence on I think us uh, on dance music on electronical music and uh, if you have a chance to go and see them live they're the most amazing life experience and this is one of my all time favorite songs Digital Love first time uh, seven inch came out we're really really big fans and um, we actually asked them to come along on tour with us and uh, do support for us which they did um and then the record came out i think polyphone signed them and we were all everybody was thinking wow this is going to be a big thing chlor you know they were an amazing live band and then i think they have really good songs and then they split up i remember the week or the two weeks into the release of the record they split up and uh, that was the last of it yeah um but this song i love and pain is a song that really makes me happy again and it's um i don't know why i chose happy songs we're in, <laughs> in australia steph and steve it has been so much fun having you in i think this has been one of my favorite little take five segments on a friday you say morning that to all the artists i so don't and it's um <laughs> thank you very much for giving us your time sharing with us your music we're going to uh, go out with an ace remix of 
Klaxons, Gravity's Rainbow. Did they ask you or did you ask yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They asked us. They were they were pretty happy with it. Yeah, um, it's it's a great remix and I'm very excited to be playing it for minutes. The maybe. end part is my favorite part. by Soul Wax to this day. And back in 2007, it was a little added extra when they came in to take five. And that's the reason I played it. They actually gave it to me to premiere that day, all those years ago. And that was kind of the kindergarten days of the take five. While the podcast here has been going just a year, the take five has been running for more than a decade. I love being able to dig into my archive drawer and share these golden conversations with you once again. And there are so many of them. So if there are any Take Fives from the past that you love, please let me know and I'll give them second life here on the podcast. I'll see you next time. This is Sarah Blasco. Hi, this is Rachel from Slow Dive. Hi, this is Beck and I'm taking five with Zam. Thank you, Zam. The Take Five podcast. The people you love play five songs they love and tell you why.